Jesus, this guy takes another three minutes. All right, off what load. is going on? That was so uncalled for. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I violated you like that. This was my ears feel sexually harassed. <laughs> really? For sure. So it's like I do mad blow here. Jesus. You look like, oh, my God, I'm going to freeze frame that. You know what you look like? You look like every fucking club promoter, club bouncer. Welcome. Club owner I've seen in Vancouver. Guys, welcome to Club 685. Come on down. We'll give you free testosterone shots. I'd be down to go to that club. <laughs> <laughs> you could, it's like you got an option to say, got tequila shot or test shot. And I'm like, give me the test. Best deal in the city. How many test shots do you think it'll take before you become a man? All right, let's <laughs> relax. Well, I wanna, I, I wanna do an enlightenment podcast. I wanna do hey, Str- straight to meathead comments. Like hey, what? listen, <laughs> let me let me ask you something, okay? Sure. Why do you think you want to hang out or see or spend time with your girlfriend more than your friends? I think a lot of that boils down to the value that she adds to my life and the the future outlook that I see for myself mm. with this person. So you kind of have to make a distinction for yourself on what you value more in life. Um, but outside of that, you need to understand that your friends are great, right? Your boys are your boys. Mm. And if you have a good group of boys, they're always going to be your boys. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of value in that as well, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of value in friendship, especially male friendship, I believe. But you need to understand that you are not going to be spending the majority of your time in life with your boys. Your boys have their own life. They're going to have their own girls. They're going to have their own problems. They're going to have kids possibly at some point. They got their own families to deal with, their own parents. Like They have mm. so many obligations. You're just a portion of that, right? Yeah. And with your girl, at least the way that I see it, you're going to dedicate and invest a lot of time with this person because you're potentially spending the rest of your life with this person. And that that is a lot of time that you're going to be dedicating and that she and all uh, she will also be dedicating to you. So it makes sense to make that a priority, right. at least the way I see it, because it's like you two are choosing to be, are you going to possibly even living together yeah. you know, at some point? You're you and your boys are not going to be living together. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the thing that is interesting with uh, business owners. That is not the same with us. Uh, we see a traditional dream of, you know, having a white picket fence and, you know, having a wife and yep. kids and th- th- these things. Whereas, you know, not extreme elites, but I would say somewhat uh, successful entrepreneurs, they look at everything as a aspect of money generation or connection mm. made for money generation. Right. Therefore, they don't see their wife in the same light as you would. I think and the what I want to highlight is that what you just said that you're going to spend most of your time with your girl they do the opposite they spend most of the time with their business partner I think a lot of that depends on the type of person you are before you get into all of this so there is definitely a large amount of business owners and business minded men that share that mentality and you see it. It's, it's plainly obvious, right? Like you can tell the guys who don't prioritize their family and their wives because they get multiple fi- multiple wives, multiple families, right? Like you see them like Elon Musk is a great example. The guy's literally had like five wives. Yeah. And the last one he didn't even marry because he knew that it wasn't going to become marriage. He knew he was just going to like move on from that one to s- someone else at some point. So he's like, why bother with the marriage? 
Yeah. I'm talking about Grimes. Um, but on the other end of that, you have businessmen who very much do prioritize that part of their aspect. They're very family-oriented. Mm. So you have guys like Warren Buffett. Guy's a multi-multi-billionaire, one of the richest men in the world. And he has had the same wife for like 40, 50 years. They live mm. in the same white picket. They, ha- they don't even have a, a, a huge house, actually. They have a normal yeah, have size, a pretty, modest house. pretty modest house, at least for his, for his income and his wealth. Um, and he does a lot of the th- same things that he used to do back when he had no money, still does right. it now. So I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to this thing. I think it's more of you need to identify what you value the most in life <coughs> and live your life accordingly. Because if you live outside of that, you're going to have issues where if you're family oriented and you're putting your business first, that's going to hurt you in the long run because your relationship with your family will suffer and then you will suffer and vice versa. If you value money more, then yeah, definitely don't get tied down. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is you value your business mo- and you're going to view everything else as a, as a distraction and you're going to resent them over time. Mm. And I think that's a big issue with people uh, when they don't live within what they what they identify with. Now, that values. being said, uh, leaving it up to the person, mm-hmm. what do you think is more wide range common as far as businessmen and women being mm-hmm. tied down versus the amount, the volume of people like that versus people who are not tied down? What is the ratio? You don't have to look it up. Just tell, no, me, no, tell no, me what I you I think. No, no, no. I wouldn't. So, so your, your question is of people who are business-oriented, like people who are business-minded. Successfully, successfully, yeah. uh, successful in their niche of business where they have business partners. Do you think that they value their partners and are with the same person for 35 years, like you said, yeah, or yeah. M- moving in that route? Or are they more uh, not tied down? Honestly, without looking it up, I would say, depending on where you live, it it's either anywhere from like fifty to fifty to fifty fifty to like seventy thirty, depending on which country you're in. There's a lot of countries that are more capitalistic, and in those ones you're gonna see more of like a seventy thirty split. At least I, w- I I would say this without looking at anything up. And there are other countries that are not so much capitalist inclined, and they're gonna be on the on the other side of that spectrum. I think most. Uh, successful uh, people, in business owners or entrepreneurs or, or whatnot are not tied down. Or if they were, they are no longer tied down or they're going through a transition of heavy understanding on the woman's side mm. to understand that, you know, whatever she has to offer is not worth the stability of the finances. And I think most people, uh, most girls, if they have that opportunity, they would be smart to take it. Is what I'm saying because it's just generally in the population. There's not that many people who are extremely successful financially to the to the point where um, you know they have to have an understanding from their from their significant other that hey, like business comes first. Uh, what is your threshold for very successful? Like, what are you c- calling that? I don't know. It's gonna sound ridiculous in Canada because our GDP is fucking low as fuck. But like five mil a year and above. Yeah, that, that's up there. That's I, that's I would there. I would say that at that point you could retire y- your immediate family and your wife to a life of uh, assisting you in a certain aspect because you're paying all their bills and it's not even making a dent that you're paying their bills. Mm. Like you're comfortably paying their bills right. and you still right. have two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the bank every month. Like that kind of lifestyle, I think it would be a poor decision on the woman's side or let's say vice versa. If your woman is making that much money, it'd be poor decision on the man's side 
not to submit to that guy get or that girl given that they are fair like they're not straight up beating you or some shit like that or yeah, fucking yeah. some other dudes yeah, yeah, yeah. or other other girls and sh- sure, shit like sure. that given that they're fair i think you need to be on the lenient side of things that's how i see it because how rare are you versus how rare that person is there should be a definite understand if i'm dating a a girl who is you know net value is you know 20 million dollars plus or even 10 million 5 million dollars plus there's a different understanding i have with her given the fact that i cannot offer the same things a traditional man can offer in a traditional relationship the financial stability is coming from her not me mm. right and even so if we're so separate and financially we're never going to be that close like if if we are doing so well that she doesn't rely on me and i don't rely on her i lose as a man because the consensus is that you have to be able to provide as a man and then the other consensus in traditional uh relationship is that she has to assist you in certain aspects like bring value into your life however may that that may that be yeah she's bringing some type of value in your life if she's making too much money she doesn't need she doesn't need your money she's not going to do what you want her to do Mm. right therefore we say like for example um don't be with a girl who's a higher status than you because otherwise she's going to wear the pants. Like there's nothing you can say, nothing you can buy, nothing you can do. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation like this. I have mm. where there's no power to your words. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand her, you can see yourself to the door. And that happens also to women more often than not. But now with the new age stuff, women are always like, no, he needs to do this for me. It's like, no, he doesn't. Yeah. No, he doesn't because you're not you're not being traditional yourself. You're just expecting him to be traditional one-sided. Mm. And that works if both parties agree. Like, hey, he makes a certain amount of money more than me. He's presented a lifestyle that's comfortable to a certain aspect. And I have to abide by some boundaries and understandings to make his life easier. Or vice versa, make her life easier. Yeah. Right? So I think it it really has to do these people that break up into, you know, it's a combination of their partner not wanting to do said things Mm -hmm. and submit in a very polarizing relationship where one person is making 99% of the money and the other person making nothing or Mm -hmm. close to nothing in that relation. And them not putting an importance on that it's like okay well this chick doesn't want to do it or this guy doesn't want to do it okay fine fuck it get out of here right i don't need you because i'm so financially set everything you do for me i can get a chef i can get a uh, person who does my laundry i can get this i can get that i can replace everything you do for me there right and at a certain point if you're making five million dollars or more i believe that you're semi-normal Sexual needs and sexual wants are not something that you crave anymore. There's a certain aspect of that where it's a given to you by your financial status and the fact that you're above that kind of thing. Have you ever met people who are above sex? Uh, not like that, but I there is a person that comes to mind that you're describing with the net worth and all this and that. Like I've met, I've met a fairly prominent business business owner who's based out of here in the Lower Mainland, and he's never had a wife. He's had girlfriends. He's old now. He's like um, probably like seventy at this point. Never married. And he's smart guy. He, he's got a private plane. He's got he's got a lot of niceties that people with that amount of money would have. Not overtly so. Like it's not like 
he could if he wanted to drive a Lambo for all that all nice but he doesn't do that yeah. but he does enjoy himself like a legit he's got like a G5 <laughs> yeah right so there there is there is that and it's clear that he's identified what matters to him early on and it wasn't having a family cuz he has no kids also by the way he doesn't it's not even just never married he never had any kids cuz you you'll meet people who who won't marry, marry but will have, we'll kids, have kids right this guy neither mm. and so it's very interesting to see that what he does at least from the outside you can t- you can tell what matters to him like his work matters to him yeah. the technology that he's developed matters to him philanthropy matters to him to the point one of the buildings in UBC is actually named after this guy mm-hmm. and he's done a lot of investments in the community to cuz i guess he enjoys it or some cynical people might argue that it's for tax benefits sure fine whatever but he still gave his own money to do certain things um so i've i've seen an example of this where it's like this guy's clearly not prioritizing family because if he did he would have had it to some degree so there it is there's a great example of that and like him there's many he's Mm. not the only example like uh, of that around what i was meaning earlier is that as long as you identify that if you can and it's not easy like trying to identify this early on in your life is not actually that easy to to be like yeah these are like my values like this is like the stuff but once you do and you live your life according to that you're going to be great no matter what you do Mm. right because even if you don't become uber successful as long as you're living the life that agrees with you you're not really going to have any big problems that most people have where they have like existential cri- you're not going to have that existential crisis that some people go through mm. if you manage to live according to the values to which you believe you should be living I think the distinguishing factor is also at a certain age you decide whether you want to continue being logical which is what you know highly uh, successful businessmen or businesswomen or business people think mm. because the world of work is all about logic and what makes sense, mm. right? Triple checking your work, doing good estimates on on productivity, on uh, net incomes, and, and these aspects in business. But also understanding if you want a family and want a relationship, nine times out of ten, you got to take L on that fucking <laughs> logic and move into emotion. Yep. And... I I think those type of people have a very hard time with that because to most people, like I said, the values the opposite sex brings is not the same when you are a millionaire. Like you don't see the value in them the same. I have many friends who are very high-end legally or illegally and even someone as a doctor doesn't see the value of the opposite sex. My sister has a friend. She's a doctor. Mm. Uh, <coughs> basically a heart surgeon. Yeah. Um, working at VGH. She's still doing her rotations, but she's making significant money. We're talking yeah. 260 plus. Yeah. yeah. Right? As a, as a resident. Mm-hmm. So she's making significant. Like, I think she's got 90 days left or something like this. I was talking to her actually a few days ago. Oh, well. Um, and she's really excited for that. And she has a tendency to think uh, men will tie her down. Mm. And she's not wrong, right? Because how many guys make 260 plus? Yeah. And 
that's her resident wage. Mm-hmm. Her regular wage is going to be on the low end of 600s. Yeah, the, the kinds of guys she'll be looking at at this point are very far and few. Basically, between. her own people, like her people own people in, in healthcare, and high those high end lawyers, high end real estate guys, like the actual top guys, not the guys that you see on fucking Instagram, like the actual high enders, and then prominent business owners. Like now that's that's what you're looking at. This is the problem with with being her. Mm. Those guys will have a very high expectation of what yes. they want from a woman, yes. and even though she financially uh, makes a lot of money. It does not mean that she's a suitable candidate because she might not submit. She might not listen. She might not care to the same extent a a girl who has a lower status will. Yeah. When you're dating a girl with very like a lower status, if she is coming from a good family, that's probably the best bet you can do because she'll listen more. She'll be more attentive. She'll appreciate the things that you have to offer versus girls who are above you won't see what you have to offer as value and you'll always feel belittled to uh your roles and regulations of who the fuck you think you are yeah me personally i would never the worst thing i could do is date a girl that has higher status than me i think as you were describing that i realized something where if you're wanting to find somebody and this goes from like both sides guy and girl if you're wanting to find somebody with whom you are ready to start a family with, like that, that's your end goal, you need to be with somebody who shares or at least is willing to accept your core family values. Because if you as a couple cannot agree on those things, you are destined to stay a couple your whole life or even split up. Like you're not going to have a healthy family if one person comes from a background that is not from a good family and the other person is and they're trying to live a life together where they're value are they're, s- they're so different mm. like one person's not used to to listening to submitting to having like healthy conversation healthy to this healthy discussions and and at times submitting to to the man like if you're not ready to be doing these things you're not going to be in a good place with the people that you're wanting to be with you're going to be consistently in a cycle where you're going to be with the person who you believe, who your friends are telling you is good, who you believe is good. But if you're not ready to be there with that person, if you're not bringing those things that the other person is looking for, you're just going to be in a constant cycle where you're just going to be rinse and repeat. You know what I mean? Like you're going to be cycled. And then when you're finally ready, you might not find the people that you're, you know what I mean? That you're trying to find. It's a very interesting thing that happens where it's like, you need to accept the fact that the person that you're looking for needs to have similar values to you when mm. it comes to family stuff if that's what you want because otherwise if you're just looking to ha- be a couple for the rest of your life by all means yeah go be a couple like go go have fun go travel do or do whatever but if you're looking to actually have like a healthy family you can't do that if you're coming and you're not ready to like evolve mm. you know what i mean my last words to this would be uh kind of a turkish coat i uh I remember reading in like grade two and it was like, I didn't really get it then, Mm. but it was so vague that I understand it now. It's like, understand yourself so you can understand her. Wow. And it was, it was a interesting one. I like that. Yeah. Understand yourself so you can understand her. It's a great one. With that and the double buys, we are out.